All right, there we go. Um, breakfast. I'm eating. I'm trying to finish off a soup I made last, probably Monday. Yeah, something like that, or Tuesday. It's a stew. No, no, it's it's like a venison soup stew kind of a thing. I don't know. I got venison and her on. I'm gonna stick a book under the computer. Um, yeah, I had venison. And I was like, yeah, I'll make a soup out of it. Yeah. So That's here we are. No, it is. It actually is. The first one I made, I made with venison that wasn't good and um, uh, broth that wasn't good. And, and and that wasn't good. And I was worried that that was just all venison. And now I know, no, it was, it was bad venison. Yeah. Whoops. Nice. That's what you get from getting food at a food pantry. I mean, that's a good takeaway. <laughs> yeah. How dare mm-hmm. they? What are you having? Finest ingredients. <laughs> uh, I I've gotten some good shit, man. I had just had a just a muffin from like two days ago that I didn't eat. Salad. Mm-hmm. I was gonna have cereal, but uh, the milk was bad. <laughs> was it like smell bad, or was it beyond its expiration date bad? Smelled bad. Okay. While also being beyond its expiration date. By, because uh, what is it? It was like March 29th. Mm, solid. Like, oh man. Uh-oh. Well, you what? Know, just haven't been drinking a lot of milk. Yeah, I know. We I stopped buying milk. I would use it every now and then, and I did have cereal, but I don't know. I eat cereal so. Yeah. It just pretty much, yeah, so infrequently that it's it's not worth it for me to keep cereal in the pantry and take up space and then to have milk that goes bad. Even when I buy the, like, what is it, quarts, I think, or liters, right? One of the two. Even when I buy a liter, it's not, it's not worth it. I still throw out some. Yeah, I don't know if we talked about it or not, but, like, this place for me is, like, so the oven is caked in all of, like, Every college student ever's like uh, dirty stuff. So like I've been just, there multiple times. So there's some like yeah. things you just can't get out of the oven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So every time it smokes, and uh, yep, that's just not like conducive for cooking at seven a.m. Right. What were you gonna use the oven for? For uh, my bagels. To toast my bagels. You don't have a toaster. I do not have a toaster. What do you think? Wow. I'm Richie Rich. Or I something? need to. I need to get you a toaster. I already got you like a, a, a birthday present, but maybe we need two or I'm something. Not, not allowed to get That's me a terrifying. Present. No, no, you'll love it. <laughs> you'll you'll love it. Don't worry about it. I think we're both really tired. We this is an ex- this is extremely low energy right now. It's really low energy. <laughs> That's okay. Some good things can come out of it. I'm just. I got my Earl Grey tea here. Or. No, I did Irish breakfast today again, but I haven't done coffee. I did coffee a couple days this week, but I hadn't done it in weeks. And I haven't had tea in probably a week or so, like not consistently at least. I don't know what's going on. I really can't say the same for myself. No, you can't. (laughs) But I'm glad for you. That's That's a good change of pace. Something new, something fresh. 
freshly not having something. Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little change of pace. It's getting this week we hit wow. yeah. spring. Absolutely. We had um, 70s over the weekend. We hit like 79 on Monday or Tuesday or something like that. I think it's dropping down into the 50s the next few days, but we definitely hit that summer, spring, whatever. And now today is my day off and I am going crazy trying to pack different things up and i mean we're trying to do make so many changes and i I, like i packed up a whole box of kitchen stuff that we just we haven't used this past year and we're like okay we need to get it out of here and put it in storage and i have to change out all my winter clothes and you know we're talking about rearranging furniture and getting a different kind of bed and all that kind of stuff. So it's, I'm, I'm, and I'm so ready for it. Like I have to put away books and, and all kinds of things to free up space. So I I don't like the heat, but I am excited about this like cleaning kick to make things look nice. So it feels so good instead of just sitting there and being like, no, let things be dirty, which is where I've been. Oh, I totally get that. It's been like high forties. Uh, low 50s up here. All right. Just, oh, that's perfect. That is. I was going to, I was planning on asking you before I came up, like, hey, how's the weather been? Yeah. Make it's nice enough where you can wear like a light sweater and mm. kind of get away with it. But I mean, I would bring a jacket too, just because. Yeah. Like, on the windier days, those 40s are pretty rough. But uh, yeah. That's the perfect creative weather for me for some reason. I have no idea why, but it really, really is. It's been been having, like, so imagine this. It's like 50, right? And it's Mm -hmm. raining lightly, but storm clouds scattered everywhere. Mm -hmm. You can just, like, see out over the lake as they're, like, coming in. I Just saying. Shut up. I've been having, and it's. I hate you. It's the best. Well, let me one-up you. On um, Tuesday, some man was uh, screaming in our park, like three streets down, like a good distance away at the top of his lungs. And um, Amanda found him when she was going on a walk, and you could still hear him from our porch. So all Tuesday evening. Uh, when the weather was perfect it was it was 79 but there was no humidity so it felt like it was it was just the most comfortable temperature i've ever felt and uh yeah so screaming guy in the park just yelling at the top of his lungs fuck fuck oh yeah so i mean i think that's way better than the scenario that you what do you think put forth Oh, I don't. A short story about what got you, what would get you to the park screaming like that? Oh my goodness. What would get me to the park screaming like that? Um, If the milk carton kids broke up, definitely (laughs) would get me screaming. (laughs) Actually, way back when I, uh, when I watched How I Met Your Mother, 
and they were still coming out with new seasons, I finished a season in like two days mm-hmm. when the new one came out. And then I walked around my house screaming at myself for my idiocy for, what? <laughs> for watching a, a whole new season in two days, like a chump. Yeah, yeah that was really bad. Um, okay. Well, other fun Elgin stories. Kate and I were taking a walk a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was a couple months ago, actually. I don't know. I don't know. Time, right? Um, yeah. Uh-huh. And so we're, we were smoking cigars, taking a walk, and this guy's quite angrily walking, and I knew he was going to say something to us, but he was kind of on the other side of the street. Anyway, he, he goes, hey, either of you guys live around here? And I was like, I live in the city, you know. And he was, cause he looked like he was looking around a lot, like, right. Like where he was, he was trying to figure out where to go. And he goes, do you know where all the homeless people are? And I was like, um, there's a park that's surrounded by all these churches that they do it. He goes, no, no, no. I've been to the park I'm looking for. I don't even remember what the street was. And I think we were on the street actually, but I'm, I'm not positive. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. He goes, yeah. He goes, someone raped my daughter and I have beef. And he was like, and then he starts going off and he about like, yes, apparently someone raped his daughter and he is going to kill them. And then he gets a phone call. Okay. And he answers the phone in the middle of this and starts screaming, screaming. And this is the same situation where Caden and I are long ways away. I I wouldn't think we would be able to hear this man and we can hear him crystal clear screaming through the phone at someone. I don't know who. So yeah, like that was a, that was a, that's another fun Elgin story. Welcome to the city. Um, 40s. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, 40s, 50s, if he looked young. But yeah, yeah. It, was, it was quite an interesting situation. But that's pretty Elgin. Yeah, that's actually, that's fair. I'm not going to lie. Elgin's a of, shithole. The amount of conversations I've had purely walking from your parking building to your home that have been like... <laughs> uh, I don't want to be here. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. That's Elgin. Neither do I, if it helps. Yeah. No, it's okay. I just like the fact that it's maybe a 40 yard distance that I have to. Go. It's literally a stone throw. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. at the same time, I've, yeah, I've, I've had mm-hmm. more than two. Right. Right. Yeah. Isn't that awful? Yeah. It's the worst. Um, so don't move to Elgin unless you are going to move here when I'm here. In in that case, please move into my building. But, yeah. but um, yeah, otherwise, if I'm not whoa, here, whoa, whoa. don't do it. Other than, other than Sarah, we don't know who these listeners are that we have. So um, Emma listens semi-often, I think. <laughs> yeah. I know. I told her it's explicit. <laughs> I lost. I lost you for all of that. Did you? I heard Emma. Oh, internet connection is unstable. Same. Wow. I said. I said. I think Emma listens semi often. Okay. 
And then it looked like you were just holding a like, oh shit face. And I was like, I mean, I told her it was explicit. So <laughs> here we are. No. Uh, all right. Deal. So other than those two, though, you know, we could be just like the fans of like, you know, Canadian serial killers. That could be our like thing. You know, that I could see that. I really could. What is silly, serial? I've been watching Mind Hunter, so I know everything about serial killers now. <laughs> yeah. There's something about that show. Uh, I think it's really well done. Yeah. I really think it is. It's between the visual, the cinematography, symbolism, and the um, the pacing. I think it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I can't watch but, uh, it with Amanda around. Abby uh, Abby got me into that. Really? Mm-hmm. Stop it. When did it come out? Oh, I mean, we were watching it, I think, uh, like, seventh grade. That doesn't help me. Uh, 20, 2009. When? I was in no, you're definitely wrong. The th- what I'm talking about like came 20, out in 2017. Maybe there's a new version of it? What am I thinking of? Um, Manhunter? No. You said Mind Hunters, right? Mind Hunter. Yeah. It's about uh, the guys that documented serial killers and termed it and, and ended up, you know, figuring that out. Mm-hmm. Manhunter is like a I think I think Manhunter is the term they used for the um Oh, what was it called? Not Dexter. What's that serial killer? It's um that eats people. Dahmer? Lecter. Oh, Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter. I think Mine Hunter. Manhunter is the term they used for the Hannibal Lecter. I think Red Dragon. Yeah, Red Dragon. Anyway, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Um Mind Hunter. I saw it. Yeah, it looks pretty pretty solid. Have you did you look it up? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. It, it's yeah, it's it a good show. It's on Netflix. It was definitely not that. Okay. Well, here we are. Good job. I uh, <laughs> I appreciate that, Brendan. Thank you. <laughs> Anytime you need color commentary. You're- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, that thing. I know that. Ah, <laughs> I know that. No, nah, I'm just joking nah, with you. I thought I did. <laughs> What band? <laughs> yeah. I Bleak Streaks? Oh, I know the Bleak Streaks. Oh, yeah. And their their hit single. They no? Not a band? Oh. oh. <laughs> they that song about love and um in society. In co- yeah. Love and society. <laughs> that can be its own that's song. A, I know, <laughs> or its own band name. Love and ooh. I would Sarah would go band name call it and she does that all the time but I don't think she keeps track of it so suck it Sarah I call it this one Um, especially because she can't no one else can hear her Um, sounds kind of creepy so have you written anything lately (laughs) good segue yeah right Um, I got a song done and it's okay we're recording one uh, right now awesome as a band so that's fun uh, so we'll release two songs someday soon, which we're looking forward to. Um, I am like 
halfway to like almost done with my like paper that I'll be doing for a master's application. Mm-hmm. So that's been really cool. I've been like having days where I just like go off and write like three pages. Wow. So. That's crazy. Yeah, it's been pretty good. I had one day where I kind of like ADD'd off uh, the rails and I searched, I counted up all of the terrorist films in um, in the 70s, 80s, 90s uh, and how prevalent they were, right? The number of terrorist films. Um, for, for fun? Uh-huh. And then mm-hmm. I yeah. I looked at it for this for this paper, but I looked at uh, political U.S. political relations with the Middle East and how our films like reacted to it. Yeah. Right. And then I did the same thing with um, I counted up all of the uh, <laughs> all of the King Kong, Godzilla, and like Marvel cinematic universe superhero movies. Yeah. And I like just was trying to find uh, what of these like kind of myths makes us most um interested Mm -hmm. what holds our attention most right yeah so like marvel's got a lot of movies right they have 12 of those but they also started way later on those um king kong's got 12 as well uh but uh king kong has 12 movies 12 movies but holy godzilla has how many you gotta, you gotta, come on, you gotta guess. 12. 36. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, there are 36 Godzilla movies. And so, like, I was just looking back at, like, okay, what are the myths? What are the ways that we mm-hmm. connect with this story? Why is it blah, 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 blah? Yeah. And I think it goes down to, like, a culture's way of um, healing slash dealing with the idea of the um, uh, being bombed twice. Mm. You know, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And, you know, Godzilla is a product of the reason why Godzilla got so big is because of U.S. testing in the Pacific Ocean and uh, the nuclear, like, radiation made Godzilla big. So it's a. Really? Yeah. So it's a direct response to crushing your city is just like the United States dropping the bombs. That's so interesting. Right, so it's wow. a really cool way to see. So it makes a lot of sense why that would be, especially culturally, something that's like, hey, here's this thing, and why in the United States we have to deal with that as well and be like, okay, well, so yeah, just looking at the connections between that, but that's not what my paper is necessarily about. I was about to say, what what is your paper about? Uh, it's tracing the idea of like um, monstrosity and uh, from from the idea of mythology into um, the aspect that we have of the golem and how we relate to it right now. So, like, if mythology is all our, like, it's basically what I'm arguing is what other people have argued before. Um, mythology is like the dream of a society, right? A mm-hmm. lot of it's unconscious and we gravitate towards it without fully knowing why, but it's a product of our conflict that we don't yeah. deal with. And the monsters that come from them are the products of those same conflicts and fears that haven't necessarily come to light yet, right? So Mm -hmm. in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, we're really rocking with a lot of terrorists and films. In 2001, the number goes down for the first time since 
right? Because it's no longer a fear because we're going to that country for a declared war that we all know about, right? So mm -hmm. we're not like, we might be afraid a little bit, but we're dealing with it and we're not actually repressing it consistently. Yeah. And so like, um, I'm looking at the monster, the golem and how it's consistently shifted and what it's doing right now. Um, and it's, yeah, how it's being actively used now and how it's been changed and trying to transcribe from that or discern from it what fear we kind of have or what we're what we're not looking mm -hmm. at. So I was yeah. gonna ask, what what do you think it is right now or what are you um so right now I think it's um <clears throat> I think there's something about like a lack of control mm -hmm. or of being controlled. Um being like manipulated on accident or something because yeah. there's something in the idea of the golem that humanity sees itself in um i think uh because like our creation myths are so similar to the golem myth like you know man was made from dirt by god's yeah. hand right mm -hmm. or the greeks are made from like one of the myths is that the gods made man from gold first then silver then all these things but finally iron which is a much lesser metal, right? Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, we're still made from the gods. So on this one hand, right, we have divine mm. inspiration making us, and we are a part of the divine. We are a special product of the divine. And on the other hand, we have the lowest material, right? Mm. So these golems are made by these people who are amazing and wildly brilliant and, um, you know, can do amazing things like... Uh, dr frankenstein right so he can make this golem out of this thing but it's made from a lesser material right this dead flesh this mm. thing and so yeah looking at how we might be seeing ourselves in that and um there's a lot of like disability literature to be tied into it which is really mm. interesting um, parallels of like uh being physically impaired being um aesthetically impaired which is really weird that i hadn't found until now but like the idea of um you're so non-human looking right non-normal mm -hmm. in what society deems <clears throat> acceptable look that mm -hmm. you are already disabled from in any interaction that you would be in before you have the chance to you know be met and that in its way is a disability because you know like if you mm. look at Frankenstein and his flesh being stretched out in the muscle underneath, you're not going to treat yeah. him the same as you're going to treat Don. It, it made me <laughs> normal dude. You just picked the most used name at Pepper Park Coffee, <laughs> a customer forgot, name at Pepper. Yeah. Um, yeah, that made me think of the uh, the Twilight Zone episode where it start with the pig faces. So it starts in this woman. There, you're at this hospital and. Everything's very, everything's in shadows. You don't get to see anyone, but they're talking about how hideous this woman looks and mm -hmm. how they're trying to fix it so that she doesn't look that way. And and eventually they unwrap her face and she's gorgeous, but they all shriek, you know, and, and, and it eventually you see that all these people have these hideous faces to us, but to them, she is the abnormal, yeah. hideous thing. And then this man comes to take her to this society of people like them. And he's, you know, this model, but he's 
disgusting and hideous yeah. because he's not what everyone looks like. I love that. <laughs> Have you not seen that? No, I haven't seen that one. I've been so Oh, happy. it's one of the most famous ones. It's it's beautiful. It's amazingly yeah. done. That's awesome. I've only seen like I think I've seen like 10 episodes of The Twilight Zone probably. Mm, I've seen more. But I don't know which ones I've missed. It's 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 one of my favorite things, but it's also the kinds of stories I like. It's why I liked Black Mirror for a time. Um, and Ray Bradbury. I love Ray Bradbury. And a lot of it, there, there was a lot of tension because Bradbury and a number of other writers felt like, um, it felt like he was ripping them off. Like there was a number of stories that was like, like Bradbury talked about, he's seeing his wife and his wife, watches it and turns to him and goes, honey, this is your story. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, it is. And so, yeah. Anyway. 451 reference yesterday to my, to my counselor. Way to go. Ray Bradbury for still being relevant. Mm. Yeah. I just, I uh, just hand sold that to someone or someone, uh, sorry, someone came in looking for that. We talked about that book. I didn't think, I I thought, I didn't think it was as good as it could have been, and as good as the idea was. Isn't it like majorly cut though? Like, isn't it like one of the most heavily self-edited <clears throat> books? I feel like lear- I learned that. And I can't I speak could, to that. I yeah. could be so wrong, but I feel like mm-hmm. I was taught like there was originally like a whole extra like half to the book that they got mm. rid of and and i don't remember if it was bradbury who did it or his editors who did it or like what it was mm. but like i don't know i see uh, for some reason there's a memory of like him just being like i don't know or even if there was a whole series of it that i haven't read i don't know but it mm. was, i i liked it but yeah I, I think there was so much more that was about to be said yeah, yeah. All right, the sun is just like barely touching down now in this most like gentle, beautiful way, right? It's just like a graceful sun that's mm-hmm. like just barely like touching the grass. And there's this woman with the reddest hair you have ever seen walking out. And so just to see all gr- a sea of green, right, out my window, mm-hmm. one piece of like red just like yeah. shining so much it's just a really beautiful aesthetic right now that's wonderful look at that she thinks she's just walking in a field right now well make sure that your roommate continues to hold your mic up because he might get distracted yeah no he can't i make him close his eyes during the oh that makes sense why don't you just blindfold him i mean he is blind it's a double <laughs> <laughs> blindfolded <laughs> but also he deal he doesn't know that he's blindfolded I to open it up to know. I have not heard that, but that would be really interesting. Um, because uh, I mean, four fifty one was based off a short story he wrote. Um, and he. Oh, I, no, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. The, so the woman with the beautiful red hair. Yeah. She's a, she's a parking ticket. She has a parking she's, ticket? No, she's a parking ticket like person. Like person. Ooh. She's, she's a class trader. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> it will never be now. <laughs> Take my oh, I wasn't. I didn't have my. I was just like, wow, what a beautiful person. Leave that be there. But now I, I almost regret saying. Oh, now I feel like I've been more deceived, and like she's evil. Like I bet that hair's a wig. You were such a young <laughs> authority. I Damn it! I think everything's her lie. Would you sound more young? like a hippie? I'm not, I'm not, I don't. She's beautiful. Oh, she's part of the system. <laughs> She She sold out to the man. She looks like she's doing her job really well. And that in in her line of work is frustrating to me. Um, All right. Sorry. Keep going. No, it's okay. But I I know. I want to touch you on that again. (laughs) No. So he, um, that's all I know about it is that it was written from a short story, which I really enjoyed. Um, It's very nice, simple, and interesting. I felt like all the concepts, or most of them, there was one or two in Fahrenheit 451 were good. It was the execution, which is not something I have ever said about Bradbury because I think all of his stories that I've read, his short stories, are just absolutely incredible. Just amazingly done. Phenomenal. And... And I wouldn't be surprised at that then if that was the case. But, I gosh, I'd love to know that. Well, I don't know, though. It might make me too sad to know that, you know, what could have been. Yeah, I don't know. I, I straight up could be entirely making that up and just having that be a mis, misidentified memory. But, hmm. yeah. But here we are. Let's pretend yeah. like it never happened. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just like that uh, scene of, a person all in green shimmering. I don't even remember it anymore. What? The 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 beautiful scene that I had uh enjoyed earlier. I'm gonna pretend like that didn't happen either. I'm just gonna block that out. Oh well that's sad. I'm uh, sorry. It's important. <laughs> uh, so you're getting close to finishing your paper. Uh yeah, kinda. So <laughs> I don't know. It's like 12 pages long, right? And for the assignment, I only need it to be eight. Um, but, but you're not done. Be, but I am halfway. <laughs> um, so like. Sounds like you. Well, it sounds like one half of you. Yeah, the other half is eight pages, but I did four and I don't need more. And you'll agree with me. Uh-huh, and here's why. And then I get another. A minus, and they're like, you weren't wrong, but like you still didn't follow the rules. Yeah, give you an A. That's what my speech teacher did. Wow, thank you. (laughs) Because she was like, you went over time. I was like, I'm going to go over my time. She's like, you can't. And then I did, and she goes, okay. There's nothing I would have changed or cut. And if I was you, I would have done the same thing. But I still have to mark you down. And I was like, that's fine. But she gave me extra points in other places, so it evened out. Oh, nice. See, that's not bad. No, no. I was like, I pulled Brennan. No, I didn't know you back then, actually. That's fair, yeah. But looking back on it, that's what I did. <laughs> Going over, doing more than you needed to for a class? No, but just breaking the rules in a way that uh, the person's like, yes, I guess I can't argue with that. <laughs> I will. 
I now understand why so many people in my life have told me I should be a lawyer. That hurts. <laughs> that hurts. Loopholes? Yeah. I didn't see that. That's sorry. I heard never mind. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I heard loopholes is my um is my my male stripper name. Is it? Yeah, Lou. Wow, that loopholes. <laughs> Is that is that uh, your Halloween costume two years ago? Was that what that was? I said stripper on strike. It just meant I oh, yeah. to walk around with clothes on. That's all that was. <laughs> I just didn't want to. I wanted to be offensive, but also comfortable. And I thought. Offensive. No better way. In, in enough. <laughs> offensive. I'm sorry. Offensive to the right people. And and yeah. safely, that's that just yes. makes me think of the Gary Goldman quote where he's talking about Jewish people. It's like Jewish people, we are the most um, religiously committed people I've ever seen that I feel comfortable making fun of. <laughs> <laughs> and I just died. <laughs> that's a good. That's a really good thing. Right? Isn't it? I like that a lot. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. You are the most. (laughs) He might have said fanatic, but I think he said committed. I'm not sure. (laughs) It's funny. The last book I read uh, Mm -hmm. by a Jewish author was just like this past semester, and it was called uh, Zealots. And it was on... how uh overzealous the Jews, some Jewish people are uh and a warning against it. It was great. Interesting. By Amos Oz. And and other people as well. He doesn't simply talk about um the Israeli Jews, but yeah. It was a good book. I watched a few days ago like four videos um by rabbis giving talks on one was on job one was on oh this was interesting there was one rabbi was talking about how in christianity you have the concept of original sin okay so you have your perfect form soul whatever and that has been tainted by sin so it is no longer perfect um and it's not some that's not something you can change but it is something that will be changed in heaven and it's something that you're going to work towards but it's not something you can overcome like no matter what you're going to be imperfect and you're not good. and he said in the jewish tradition the it, that's not how they see it they see it that you have your perfect soul and that is still intact but there is a second soul a deceiving soul basically that comes into your body that argues with it and against it and so in, in that case, it is not, um, for them, it is something that you can fight against, that you can overcome, and that you can, um, yeah, like rid yourself of, basically. And um, no, no, he just, he went on about it for a while. I just thought it was such an interesting idea. I do like that. Yeah. It's very interesting listening to the different theologies one I, I listened to one that was like two hours where the rabbi gave a talk on job that was very interesting job is a wild 
I love Job. I did. Uh, it's beautiful. Did, like my exit paper on Job <clears throat> or something at Bethel or some, something. Like mm. Yeah, it's it's just it's so beautiful. I I remember being like, okay, anytime I need to write and I need to be descriptive, I'm just gonna go to Job and read <laughs> little bits, and I think yeah. it'll inspire me enough. Yeah, there's something. Yeah, there's something so full about. Oh, actually, what I did was I I did I compared Chaucer and job together really yeah it was a really cool book uh a really cool paper um just like the execution was okay but like overall it was a good concept and really fun to like write about uh i haven't read chaucer at all though my one of my, my one of my professors um at everest with captain he that was his thing was chaucer oh, really? yeah that's what he was an expert in that's what he did his phd in and stuff that makes like a lot more sense with like how you described him because like straight up chaucer chaucerian experts yeah have their own smell man like they are they are their own people like it yeah. really is like i don't know i've met i've met three right or yeah two, yeah yeah two and both of them just like you can point them out in the university like, <laughs> those guys read chaucer because like chaucer's like he's, he's so like okay imagine imagine shakespeare mm-hmm. with all of his dick jokes right but with, <laughs> but with none of the subtlety like also with like a brilliant amount of like craftsmanship as well but like you like you read crass crap all day long <laughs> like and like at the same time he like basically so the Sh- chaucerian like tales or whatever the tales mm-hmm. chaucerian the canterbury cares yeah, yeah, tales yeah, yeah. canterbury tales are just basically chaucer being like let me show you how well i can write and like it's brilliant it's magnificent yeah. it sounds it's like they really are brilliant pieces of authorship and every once in a while you'll just get like a paragraph where he's like i've been telling this story for a long time let me do something that's going to impress you and i'll just throw in like a page of like really beautiful descriptions and all these things that like don't need to be there yeah you can really tell that they're only there because he's like i think you might be forgetting who i am (laughs) and like really like that's like the only way to read it is chaucer's like it's time to respect me again it's been three pages here's a description and you're like here's the thing bud like i know you're a good writer please just keep going with the tale because like i'm not gonna lie you have me interested in what's gonna happen next I don't have that with everyone I read, Chaucer. And he's I feel like, like... <laughs> but, but how about I bore you with something beautiful instead of entertain you with something simple? And I go, Chaucer, no. <laughs> and Chaucer goes, yes. And Tolkien says, I like that style. Interesting. <laughs> okay, okay. okay uh, whatever. Tolkien 
does it because he's making a world you're unfamiliar with. He's like, welcome to this new world. You've never been in it. Yeah, okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, yeah. You know, the street that we're on, the street that is so well defined that we know where it is now because Chaucer was so aggressive with his descriptions that we can see a map of London now and be like, oh, this is the exact spot he's talking about. Yeah, that's it. That's all I'm saying. Like, you know, the difference is, okay, I'm looking up this world. I've got to have descriptions for it so people feel like it's real, right? Whereas Chaucer's like, all right, you know next door? No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you about it. I know you know next door. Let me tell you more about next door. And he's like, ugh, it's, yeah. He's really good. And also, like, I feel like the right way to read Chaucer is to read a story of Chaucer's. And this is going to get me kicked out of, like, academia for studying, like, old old uh <laughs> old uh medieval like literature but uh i feel like you read a piece of chaucer then you read anything else and then you <laughs> and then you read more chaucer you just need a like just a little break just a little like you cleanse your palate it's like wasabi yeah yes exactly <laughs> episode yes like yes you know, i mean you read you read over like 30 sh- like stories of chaucer in a row <laughs> yeah. and try and and try and like please say i mean the guys aren't sane who do that anyways they're wonderful i love them and I, i'm sorry that i said guys it's only because i've only known men who study <laughs> chaucer so you're saying that a uh, captain is slightly crazy I'm saying in the brilliant way that all of my Chaucer teachers have been loose in the head. It's probably similar. Yes. He's just a beautiful man. Yeah. With his dog. Yeah. It's incredible. That bleeds Chaucer. Like, just. He sees his wife three times a year. Chaucer. Yeah. (laughs) And he's the goofiest little, thin little German man. With a goofy German accent, not like with an angry, but with like the most, oh, hello. <laughs> like, that's what he says all the time. Like, the German. Yuck. <laughs> I've never heard like a really, really, I don't know. I've heard German American accents that are really solid and that I genuinely like hearing, right? Mm-hmm. But the German English accent, I haven't, yeah, I haven't really heard without being like, just a little giggle. Just a little but giggle. here's the thing. He, he's he's teaching in Wales and has taught, taught in England, but also his home is in Ireland. And Whoa, he was there for okay. a long time. Full right? British. Okay. Yeah. How interesting is that? I was like, wait, stop. Hold up here. So walk me through this. <laughs> Your wife is like- living in Ireland. You are boating, living in Wales. You've taught <laughs> at like... At something, some bigger university. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was Oxford, like England for a long time. but he had taught in England. Yeah. And he got, I think his PhD there. I don't remember. Okay. No, something. I don't know. But yeah, something. it was just hilarious. I miss that man so much. Um, we should go visit him. And we should. No, no. That's like my plan. <laughs> that's go- that's my dead ass plan is to boat out to him. I hope so. I asked him if he would take me on the boat after I stopped becoming his student. And he said, maybe. Because I asked him if he would take me out on the boat when I was his student. And he said, no. Mm. And I was like, Captain, 
first of all, you're the cat, you're captain. Second of all, I'm an adult. Third of all, please. And he was like, I can't do it. And I was like, what if I don't become your student? And he was like, maybe, but probably not. And I was like, come on, captain, please. <laughs> I never found his boat either. I would sometimes walk around the boatyard and be like, I just want him to show up. <laughs> uh, that's a terrible. That's well, no, not like that. with that purpose, uh-huh. but like, no, I want to no. walk by the boatyard and yeah. also. He'd be like, wow, it's crazy that we saw, I, we met here. And he'd be like, I've seen you walk here every single day. No, no. For see, the past that's five the, days. No, no, no. His accent isn't that German. It's so beautifully not that German. I'm going to oh, You have this. a call during no. thing. I'm not. Oh, it's my, my alarm to message no, my father. It happens every. Stop it. I hate that you do this every oh. time. Um, I hate that you have a call with somebody else every time. So, <laughs> you know. All right. Let's talk about important. Wait, your uh, mic just went out. Am I back? No. Mic just went out. No. Wait. Talk. Uh-huh. Now it's back. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about important international events. Ready? Um, I know none of them. So if you the would king like is to dead. Have... That's not true. We don't have a king. Not our, we, it's not our king. Prince Philip died. Is this a joke? This is not a joke. This is not Wait, a joke. Prince Philip died? Prince Philip is dead. First of all, he's not. He wasn't the king. But is this true? Like, Yeah. Why do you think I said Prince Philip? But come on. The king is dead is way more fun to say than... Oh, my gosh. He died today. Mm-hmm. Amanda! Prince Philip died. Oh my gosh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I mean, he looked like he died a long time ago. <laughs> but but wow. Fear hit him hard. Hit him hard, hard, hard. Oh well, come on. It's true. Yeah. But yeah. wow. Yeah. That's crazy. This mm. is a live reaction. This is gonna be worth so much money. Wow. <clears throat> Wow! So much off of this, we can make T-shirts. Well, I just the king, and then you saying Prince in like corrective lettering is dead, and that'll be our writer's block shirt. You want that to be the title? I want that. King is dead. Prince. Prince. (laughs) (laughs) The king. Prince is dead. Um. Wow, that's crazy, and that. Prince I just dead too. What? Nothing. I just you said stop Prince it. And I, sorry. I knew it was coming, but that just—I don't know. To me, that goes. That means I know that it's. This has always been the case. But the queen's not far off, which means what's no, his name? Charles. She's far off. Yeah. Charles is going to be king probably in the next ten years at she's least. She's not going to die anytime soon. I'm you don't think so? I think she's got. I think she's got like. Let's see. She was okay, so she was he was ninety-nine. Yeah. How old is she? I think she's she's the same age as Mima, actually. They were born the same year. She's ninety-four. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think she's got genuinely eight more years. I can see that. Eight I can more see years that before like I think we'll have a hundred year old queen. Mm-hmm. And we probably the first freaking one. Yeah. Hmm, probably. 
How many of the royalties do you think, especially before modern medicine and health stuff, live to be a like, hundred? Well, like I don't know how like they counted, right? You know, like mm-hmm. you know, like if we're looking at like Moses as a type of king. Yeah. He had a yeah. few times. <laughs> but uh Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she is the longest thus far. The oldest thus far or the longest longest reigning? Longest reigning. Yeah. But is she the oldest ruler? Mm-hmm. I know. I'm not sure. None of these are giving ages. They're just giving, like, years. I don't know. It's poor research. Shoddy, shoddy crap. Shut up. Shut up. Anyway, um, but I think she's just holding on because she does. She's like, I, I don't want to pass the throne on to any of these people. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think so. She could. She could step down so easily. That's true. So easily and like enjoy the rest of her life, but no. No, but like think about it. What does she have after this, though? After she's ruling broken relationships with the family like yeah that family's uh not doing so hot might as well just stay together and Mm. i don't know that's been her life yeah it's true i watched the i really like the crown crown seasons one and two and i'm not really interested in the latter seasons seasons i've tried to watch season three and i just really can't stomach it because it's not as good who I am not a fan of. Just, it's not been a secret, but we all know, and I'm still disappointed that you have bad taste, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But wow. it's just hard. It's just hard to see again and again. Why do I like someone who can only play themselves? <laughs> she plays the same character even when she's playing out their characters. She not. Yes, she does. She's she always she herself. Not. Yeah, she does, and you know she's it. A, she's a staple to the <clears throat> gothic expressionist genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to be emo, the just German, like all the other emo German, kids. German expressionism or something like that. That's what, like, Tim Steven Burton Spielberg and his Tim Burton, Burton, that's what I meant, yeah, and his really crappy movies. Oh, my gosh. You just got Steven <clears throat> Spielberg and Tim Burton. I know. I was like, I was one of those famous yourself people. as somebody who does not have enough of a... I'm not saying I'm an expert, but but, however, Tim Burton's movies suck. The greatest actress to ever live. Done. Have you ever seen that little? Oh my gosh, that drawing meme thing, and it's or or it was just a meme. It was like Tim Burton. What do you mean there are other actors besides Johnny Depp and my wife? wife. Turns to Johnny Depp. How long have you known? (laughs) (laughs) There's a. There's an awesome interview of the three of them, and they all talk about like their affairs they have with each other, like as a joke, as a yeah. joke. Uh, so, like, but quote unquote, Helen is, Helen is right. Like they're like, are you jealous of like Johnny and Tim hanging out so much? And she's like, all oh, the boys have their fun, but you know, whatever. so it's a blast. <laughs> okay, but I would, you know, I would go further, but you clearly hate Helena Bonham Carter. I really don't like her and I don't like Johnny Depp either or Tim Burton's movies. So you you really just 
going after everything I dislike. I feel like you probably really liked um, the Alice in Wonderland uh, remake. Um, it was shit. Shit, shit, shit. I saw it on my birthday and I wanted to die. What, it's why? probably one of the reasons because there was nothing. What do you, you, you know me. You There's nothing because there was nothing to do on my birthday. I was literally just sitting at home and Trey came over and we were like, what if we did something? What if we saw a movie? Yeah, what yeah. movies are playing? Yeah, that movie is playing. <laughs> okay. All right. You know, my birthdays are shit. There's nothing going on. I know, but <laughs> so like, I do things and then I go, oh, this was bad idea. Like, I feel like when we all saw the trailer and everything, we were like, oh, that's a bad movie right there. Right? Like, I don't even remember seeing the trailer, though. I was like, this could be so this could be well done because Tim Burton's weird. He's freaking weird. And I was like, okay, so maybe at the minimum, I'll see some really good, like weird Alice in Wonderland stuff. And then I didn't. And I was pissed. So, yeah. Very disappointed. Well, I want my money back. At least we can be sure that you liked the Willy Wonka remake. I hate you. I hate you so much. I'm just listing movies. Not at all. Confident that you would like. (laughs) Shut up. That was so bad, too. Oh my gosh. What was she in that? Oh, she was. She was his. She was Charlie's mom. I was about to say. I I can't place her in that movie. Anyway, it's okay. It's okay. In it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she still looks like it. It's fine. <laughs> Plus, here's the thing: the original cast of The Crown was way better. They they embodied those characters so well; it was incredible. And I think with the new cast, I don't see the same chemistry. I don't see the same characters. I don't see the same like in a. I don't. I don't think. Joe. Uh, Joe Hannah. Yeah. Johanna was in it from about time. Yeah, I thought she was incredible. I thought she was incredible. Uh, Yeah, there was all the characters, the ways. I don't know. There was just something about that original cast that gripped me. And I've tried watching the newer ones, and I have not been as interested in them at all. You know I love, what's her name? Um, Olivia. Munn. Is that her last name? You know who I'm talking about. The, wo- yeah. girl, the woman who plays the queen. But Coleman? No. Yes, yes, Coleman. Olivia but Coleman. she's she's playing the same character she often plays. There's just not, there's too much of herself. And that's mm-hmm. the case with a number of them. Whereas watching the original one, I was like, wow. Like, the, this is really, truly, well, I feel like I've lost. Yeah. For the record, you don't know those ki- those actors as well, right? Like, I've I'm seen them in other things, though. Like Matt, uh, <clears throat> who was Doctor Who, right? No, no. I had seen what's her name who played the Queen before. I had seen the guy that plays um, the sister's husband. I had seen the sister, whatever her name is, in more than just about time in something else too. I love that you just. I don't know their sister, names, dude. The sister, whatever her name is. <laughs> Is the is the heart of her genuine life right, story? Right, right. It's her life story. Just- I hey hey, I forget the queen's name too all the time. So let it be, man. Wild. Um. <clears throat> so no, I had seen all of them in different things, and I really did feel like it was like watching different people. 
but I didn't, I haven't felt that way watching the new one though. To be fair, I haven't seen the guy who plays Philip in the new one before. I haven't seen him mm-hmm. and he, but he's not, there's something about him that I, hasn't been as interesting as Matt was. And it might just be I mean, the Matt, writing of the later stuff, Matt, but, but Matt's also like, he killed <clears throat> a man. He did. Like a doppelganger at that time. He he did an incredible. There's something about I think the intensity that everyone brought, like the held, nonverbal yeah. intensity. He held back. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And I just don't see that with everyone in the newer season that I'm watching. Granted, I've only watched some of the third. I think the newer seasons, from <clears throat> what I've seen, are a good TV show really are mm-hmm. part of a good tv show however yeah. yeah i would say one and two like that was just great television like that yeah. was lightning in a bottle mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like, I, I almost feel like it's unfair to 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 measure one and two by the rest because like yeah it was just mm-hmm. it was yeah good. yeah if we're disconnecting them i can i can definitely see that yeah i don't yeah, know like, yeah, I, i've tried i've watched some of the i've watched some of the episode where they filmed in Everest with um with my family not watched it but like scrolled through it and to find the different spots that they showed and to like show them where it was and to talk about it it was very interesting what they did and how they did it like they shot in the library and I was like oh that's so crazy because that is the setup that they actually have they just put books on the shelves and I sat in that chair that he's sitting in like those are the same chairs. It's the same table. A lot of things they kept the same. And then some things are like they just completely digitally redid that entire street. Yeah. And you just know it by one or two things. That's pretty cool though. Yeah. Oh, no. It, it, it was really cool to watch and to see that. But everyone loved it when you go there and they all talked about it, especially the old ladies in the library. The old – it wasn't in the library. It was in the old university where the old university's library was, which is now like a study area for college kids. And they have computers and um, printers and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. What? What else did they have in the library? No, I'm just saying like it, it, it no, was actually a designated area yeah. for students to study in town instead of I going all the I way just, to the university. In my head, I heard you like start like, just like I just thought it'd be funny if you started going like they have computers and printers and keyboards <laughs> and and mouses. I hate you. And outlets. <clears throat> and so that's all. That's the reason I laughed. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. I love you too. Uh, yeah. I love you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I I we gotta stop talking about this because I miss it. So stop hurting me, please. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I want to live on the ocean, man. So bad. It I miss it. It was so incredible to live on the ocean. It it um visiting you is more similar to the ocean than being in Petoskey. You know, yeah. um, Superior is different than Michigan, um, but. But there's something about how, about the ocean that was, it, it just, it was so intense. I, mm-hmm. And in Everest with, I mean, it would, the waves would come up over the thing that they've done and like flood the streets. Like it was yeah. really mm-hmm. 
sometimes it was really intense. So, ah, it was just incredible. Yeah. It's a whole different level of power variation. Mm -hmm. Swelling a little bit for the ocean means, Mm -hmm. you know, death for other people. Oh yeah. Well, I, I have my, my theory about lakeside and oceanside towns and stuff. The reason that they're so quaint and seem so relaxed and easygoing is that you have um, a, a constant reminder of yeah just how vulnerable you are to elements and how small you are and how weak you are. Well, that's that you have to, you can't become this puff. You have to take things easy. You have to, you're humbled at all times. Um, and that creates an environment of appreciation and humbleness. So there's the same thing with Northern mm. towns and why they're more connected and have a sense of community together is because everyone's got the fear secretly of being like stuck in their house without it being able to get out mm. snowed in or something. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But I like that a lot. I think that's I think that's probably true, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, growing up in the plains, you go like, <clears throat> all right. <laughs> throw throw the one rock that you have in your town <laughs> that you all share and fight over, then you kill each other. For the, the assigned rock. <laughs> the assigned rock. I thought government you were dropped have it, it on off. Monday, and they're like, <laughs> "Today is Monday," and they're like, "Today's not Monday." And they're like, "What are the other days of the week?" And like, we don't remember, because how would we know? And they're like, "The moon," and they're like, "We're not out that late, because why would we watch the moon? It's not like it's going to affect the tide. We don't even know what the tide <laughs> is. We've just been eating Tide Pods." And Stop like, it. Sorry. That just makes me think of Mima talking about her and Papa Pete sitting on the porch like every night just to watch the satellite go across the, like everyone would yeah. sit out to watch yeah. the satellite go across the sky. I'm like, yep. that's the most quaintest, cutest thing. Also, wow. <laughs> well, no, but think about the perspective of that being an event in, in your life. Like that, it will not in, in your daily life, but in your town's life, that that is yeah, that's a, a that's big a enough event to draw attention. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, in Door County, they tons of people gather on the beach every day just to watch the sunset, which is gorgeous and beautiful. Yeah. Now, granted, it's a vacation area. So people, a lot, most of the people that are on there are there are on vacation. But even a lot of the town people do it. You talk to the town people and they're like, yeah, that's what we do. Every evening we go to the beach and we watch the sunset because they're all looking for the, um, the green flash. Um, and that's really beautiful um and i love that but not every place does it it's just so interesting to think that that would you know stop things but you have stuff is it is it france that still or italy that still has like afternoon like lunch slash nap time almost <laughs> tea time i don't know where like things shut down for like an hour gotta be france <clears throat> i know that the the uh i think what was it the mayor of paris or something like would take like a two three hour lunch break where he would get like a full bottle of champagne, mm-hmm. a meal, have a nap, yeah, and have uh, sex as well. I believe. Well, if I'm not mistaken, I can't speak to the sex. If I'm not mistaken, from what Kristen was 
what I believe Kristen said. And Krista, I'm sorry. Actually, she's not listening to this. Um, but if you some reason do, I'm sorry if I misquote you. But that's that's not a rare thing for people to do that, um, to take that much time and to take breaks. And that's what I had read, at least, when I was looking into the difference between um, American eating habits and lifestyle and, and um, French. Um, I don't know why I used France as my other example. I, I forget there was a reason, but I was doing all kinds of comparison between foods and the amounts and when we eat and how we eat and all that kind of stuff. But that was one of the things it was like, it is extremely common for people to take two hour lunches and yeah, you eat a good amount, but you eat slowly and you take it easy during that time. And, yeah. and, uh, usually you don't really eat much breakfast. You if, if you do, you'll have a, like a croissant or something like that, but then you have some, a smaller supper, but I, I don't know, like, that's just so, that's so nice to me. I, it wasn't that way in Wales, but shops, people would randomly close their shops, you know, whenever I had a, a there was a charity shop I wanted to go to and for like a month I couldn't because it was always closed during its opening hours, but just when I was walking to and from university, that that's when mm -hmm. they happened to go and get their, get something. I don't know what it was, but I walked in one day. I was like, oh, you're open. She's like, yeah, we're supposed to be, but usually I go and get a tea. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I love that. That'd be me as a shop owner. I know. Well, that's what I, I really like that idea. I would love to know. If um, I would love to know how much it costs to hold property like that and how much they pay in Europe to have those shops. Um, I, I just wonder if it's if it's yeah. less because the more you pay for a shop, you don't you want it open more so you can make the money in order to get it. And most people just uh -huh. skimp by. So I just wonder what the economical differences of those two are. But there's also just not an expectation. Like, it's not an expectation that you're going to be open all the time. You might yeah. be gone. Plus, I don't think that shop had a restroom. So you'd have to close it up just to go use the restroom. Walk across to the, um, what was across the street? Was it a spa? I think it was a spa. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. When we go to France, that'll be it. We'll yeah, to do the tumbleweed. Work a, we'll work a three-hour shift. Are we still doing that this summer? Two-hour breaks. This summer? Well, this is when you're off. And next summer, you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to go into my master's program, so I don't have time or money. You know? We could do it in the autumn, I guess. Yeah, I know you don't. That's true. Good Good. Good point. However, I mean, if we can do it on a 300-buck budget, Wow. <laughs> not positive about 300 budget i've but got a, no this summer i'll be working 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 and so yeah well next year and then we'll see where we're at next summer for it mm. so we'll get that i, I think I, at this point what mm -hmm. i was just gonna say i found a photo that was us picking what universities we were going to apply for in your room. What did we pick? Uh, let me pull it up. I also have some fun photos of you that I found. 
Um, Cause this phone connected to my Google photos, which I didn't, Oh, in lots of camp photos. Oh no. Yeah, I know. Right. Like, Oh, there you are. Wow. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's Camp Counselor yeah, camp. Jordan for sure. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> here, are, here are my boys reenacting um, Titanic. Yep. Get for it? Sure. One's holding, and the other one's oh, yeah. blowing a fan in the face of the kid playing Rose that's or whatever nice. her name is. Oh, <laughs> and I was just sitting there like, guys, what are you doing? And they're like, it's Titanic. And I'm like, how do you know this? <laughs> Uh, it was good stuff. Um, That's ridiculous. I know those kids were hilarious. They always gave me some interesting kids. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What? What is this?" I'm not gonna lie, you like at camp. It always felt like you either had interesting kids, uh, like messed up kids. Oh yeah, the I, that that was the time. It's not changing. It's a Pokey Lafarge concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that was an amazing time. Sorry, either head. That was good. Mm-hmm. Interesting kids, messed up kids, or like boring, boring children. Like those yeah. were your three options. I felt. Mm-hmm. Like. And, yeah, I, I felt like there was no consistency mm-hmm. as to as to what we were doing. Yeah, this is us filling out. Oh, I don't know if it'll load because I don't have Wi-Fi. Um, Bangor, uh, University Queens. Aberdeen. Uh, so that's a, I don't know what that says. Everest with Chester. And there's one more that I can't make out. Aberdeen. Is it Aberdeen? I know that's that's been on my top one for a long time. In the Rose of Aberdeen. Aberdeen. Such a good song. Um, Copyright stricken and we're, it's over. No, I don't think so. That's like a folk song. Shut up! It's a full. Sarah, it's over. Emma, it's over. Listener from Germany with the accent that's surprisingly not as German as you would think. It's over. Here's me playing Braveheart. That is wild. (laughs) That what you walked around Uh, Aberswith with? No, that's Braveheart from Camp. Oh, whoops. Whoops. Yeah, here's the here's the last. I think that's Jack in the um. In the bear costume, but I could be wrong. Nice. squad. Right? I don't know why I have these photos, because they definitely weren't taken with my phone, but here we are. Yeah, so, fun stuff. Beautiful stuff. (laughs) But I did have some interesting kids. Oh. Ah, But it got better after that one. After that one. I had the worst kids one time. And it was the time that I was um, co-counseling with Armand. I love you, Armand. But that was rough, and you know it. Don't lie to me. (laughs) Oh, he knows. I woke up to him having left me a text saying, hey, I'm leaving. I just need to get out and get some space. But I had been sleeping and asked him to watch the kids. And they were, like, full-on beating up on each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was not happy. (laughs) I I remember that. Uh, that was like one of the only times okay. that we talked. At yeah, was you were yeah, like, which is so sad. Guess what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, there were probably like three times. Um, I, think, I think honestly there were five or six times, mm-hmm. and three. There was that one time you sat with me in the in the the kids area, mm-hmm. 
at the table and we talked. That was near like the end. Mm. Um, yeah, we really just, you were busy as hell though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. And I just, you know, had kids to deal with. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's a big And counselors. <laughs> that's the, yeah, that's the busier job. Yeah. No, kids is rough because like even when you're on break, you're not really like on break. Entirely. Oh, yeah. So. And even when you're dying sick, you're still like, I can do it. And they're like, Brennan, they're like, we've used three horse tranquilizers. It's not worked yet. We keep slipping in the stuff. Yeah, that was a lot. That was funny. Yeah. Not. (laughs) I just can't believe you stayed in that cabin the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, that was. And um, what's his name? Moved out. Andrew. Andrew, gosh, I love that man. Yeah, Andrew moved out into the um, whatever it's called. I was like, good for you. I would do that too. Oh, it's it was air conditioned. Great. It had AC. It had nice <laughs> beds. I spent it like did. I spent like two weeks in there. It was good. Really? Like, I, sl- oh, I mean, like throughout the whole experience. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I would spend like a night every once in a while there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I nice took a nap there once. Myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's gotta be nice. Yeah, well, they after they finally, like, tracked me down and didn't let me back in mm-hmm. to to leading while I was sick, <laughs> I spent, like, three days in there. And it was like, or no, it was, it was a day and a half, but that was rough. That was, I was not, I'm, I'm not good at resting. And, uh, yeah, but it was good. Yeah, I, I'll never I had the same thing. Well, yours was way worse, but they did a similar thing to me. Yeah, I'll never forget, though, like them being like, hey, you're okay, right? And then me being like, yeah, closing the door while a lo- loud video plays and me knowing that it's loud enough for me to like finally like stop holding in all of the dying I was doing. <laughs> just like have a breakdown where I'm like hands on walls of like coughing out my like innards. And then looking out the window to see one nurse had like stayed outside and like was watching the whole thing. And they were like, all right, you're done, Zippy. It's over. Oh my gosh. That's so bad. That makes sense. It felt like I I must have been a decently careful person because I always felt like there were like four counselors in the nurse's station at all times. Yeah, I think it's just like, uh, especially I feel like, I mean, I'm assuming you got some rest as a counselor. Like in general sleep? Yeah, did what you, do you mean? Did you, like there are counselors who their style is just don't sleep, which is insane. That's crazy. Well, yeah, well, but think about it. Like, right, you've got some counselors that are like 19-year-olds, mm. right? Like just think about 19-year-old kids, right? Like, yeah. what a what do you do? What did they do? What do we do? Like some of them just don't sleep and they're like, party. <laughs> and so when you do that with your kids all day long and you're surrounded by like at least 20 other children who have all been like putting their boogers in each other's noses, like something's going to happen to you if you're not sleeping. Yeah, so absolutely. Like, I think, I think that was it for the most part. And mm. I don't know. No. I got a lot of sleep. I but probably I got five hours of sleep. That's not bad. I, at all. Something like that. No. No. And I I was super super strict on my boys about their night and morning and shower schedules. So mm-hmm. I didn't even have to worry about that. It took me one day, one 
evening and morning so and then they policed the, themselves yeah. yeah which is really good i did a yeah. whole thing of like mine was like <clears throat> if you're good so the first night i would tell like a story or whatever and i'd make it really good and depending on the age it would be an appropriate one right so like i didn't have a lot of like 12 plus it was mostly like 10 11 and under really they they always i always got 12 plus if it was a week where they were there yeah so i don't know i got a lot of younger ones but mine were always like i don't know i got the really troubled kids every time Mm -hmm. (laughs) but so right the goal is like all right if it's i had i had two weeks where i had 12 plus Mm -hmm. more than 12 at my first year of counseling but um yeah so did that and I was always good about like, hey, if you're not good and if we're not going to bed, then you don't get a story. And that like worked so much more than you ever thought it would. Like Really? Yeah. That's awesome. So it didn't work for the for the like the like four to or five or no, it's like six to eight kids, right? That age group didn't work because they would hear mm-hmm. a story and then be too pumped and not go to bed. <laughs> so what I would do instead was I would sing this like uh medieval like uh song (laughs) and uh it's like in this like falsetto right and it was like repetitious enough like the goal was not to sing them to sleep the goal was every time they wanted to say something i would sing Mm -hmm. too loudly for them to really get going yeah so they couldn't talk because i was doing my whole thing for too long and so just like after straight up an hour (laughs) Of like singing this old, old ancient song, <laughs> they were just all out, and I got like I remember that week I got like eight hours every night. Oh my great. gosh! Yeah, it was wild. You just go, and they were all like, "What about?" Oh, never mind. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I lucky. I like. I had one. My worst group. Of boys was it was that same time with Armand I, that they were the one really difficult that they didn't immediately get put into place because mm-hmm. they were the ones that were like sexually harassing the female counselors and stuff. Yep, they were the ones that there were three of them that were six over six two, mm-hmm. and I was like, son of a bitch, you're almost a foot taller than me. Um, this is your one. <laughs> But, um, yeah, outside of them, which just took a little more, I would, we'd come into the thing. I'd say, okay, this is how it works. Half of you are showering in the morning and half of you are showering in the night. If you would like to shower in the night, tell me, raise your hand. And then I write them down shower in the morning, raise your hand. And if there was a mix, I would have them rock, paper, scissors for it. Mm -hmm. I was like, and that's how that's going to go. And you're going to get up and you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. Well, my beginning thing was like, Hey, if we are good and we and you work out, we're going to have so much fun. But if you're not, I am not going to take your problems and you will sit out at games. You will not get any of the special things. And I have no issues taking that away from you. And then from that point as, on, I could be as fun. I would think Jordan and would. Nice. Yeah. And from that point on, I was fine and nice and there were no issues. But it was like that initial fear that really worked I th- for me. So oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. But then there were sweet kids too. Yeah. Yeah, I had a I, I had a kid who spent like multiple days at the craft station to make me a bracelet. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, and those kids are it was <laughs> it was just three strings tied in a knot. But yeah. <laughs> but so someone I forgot I who at, it was. I was at the craft station. Wow. Were, were you? <laughs> mm-hmm. One of the one of the people that was working there came up and they're like, he spent so long and he was so committed and he was so worried and he asked so many questions and he was so specific and he was like and then he showed it to me and he eventually tied three strings in a knot and she's like and I just that kid loves you (laughs) and I was like oh my gosh whatever these other kids I know these other kids make these really nice bracelets and I'm like oh thanks and like an hour or whatever right no, I was at the I was at the like arts and crafts place, and uh, yeah, I remember. I will always remember seeing the kid just like staring, like, <laughs> like all right. And I was like, you know what, you go, kid, because right, you go around and you like check mm-hmm. to see if everybody's okay, because yeah, like, because that's the job that they give me. But uh, yeah, I went to go see specifically like one kid and just like check up on him and. It was like across the table and like came up to everybody, every adult, and was like, "Hey, hey, is this a? You know, you know, Jordan? Yeah, Jordan. Jordan's my. I'm making. Okay, yeah. No, you're doing. You're doing great. That's amazing. I can't believe Uh, how many skills I've lost since not being at camp. Like all those like little skills. Yeah, all those like like how to make the bracelets. The fact that I could teach people how to skateboard or wakeboard. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Just like that's all stuff. And the, the fact that I taught archery for a, while, a long while. That's hilarious. I love yeah. that. Uh, I can see that. Worst. I'm not. That was the only that was the only thing I taught at camp that I could do. That's a fact. Really? That's, yeah. I hated, hated the skills thing where they would have us. Mm. Or whatever, where they would have us do one of the fun things. I don't know, where you had to teach something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hated yeah. that. That was my yeah. least favorite thing. And they always gave me laser tag. Because I did laser they tag. Did, they, did, they, did. they did. I did laser tag once, and I set up, like, I I changed the whole, um, oh, what was it called? The gym area. The, like, yeah, I know what you mean. What was it called, though? I don't remember. I was, it was called something like years. the last name or shut up. Um, but I, I like changed the whole thing into a, a like obstacle thing so that they could actually play it and yeah. stuff. And they were like, we loved it. So we're going to give it to you for the rest of the time. And they literally said that to me and I was like, son of a bitch. And so yeah. I did like obstacle courses and stuff. I still have videos of that. It was great, but you did amazing. Yeah, I hated so, every moment of it. The year before, I had been put in charge at the very end of laser tag. And uh, I was doing, I made it like a Hunger Games version and like all Hell those yeah. different things, right? Yeah. So I think what happened was the year before me, they were like, cool, all right, like we've got these things. I guess we don't use them too much. Somebody brought them out that year. Mm. And my the that second year they were like all right let's let's kind of use them and so they would like play in only that upstairs area Mm. and they would and it was kind of like sad to see (laughs) Um, not not you know but they it was new stuff and then i think i started and you perfected i I don't know about perfecting i was just like i need to do something else well here's the funny thing is that it was a mob it was a mob of children that 
any any like I feel like every other like craft activity thing was afraid of the laser tag crew <laughs> showing up and like coming in like a mob because everywhere I went every once in a while I would just be like oh what is that loud oh those are the laser tag boys running over this hill to some place and I have no clue like there are people on both teams where are they headed together like, what is going on well the big thing was that they would have laser tag go to the fort building which was I think an even bigger joke than the laser tag yeah. uh sorry yeah, what was his name was um who did it um oh my gosh Jenna or no 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 no, no it was Jenna a guy me with it um it was a guy blonde um he was dating the girl that was working there but it was really quiet about she ended up going to Bethel we ran into them when I visited Bethel with you you know what Adden? I'm talking about Adden was this a girl the girl oh no that's the guy no no I don't remember Anyway, but there was a girl that was working in the office, like doing, I think, receptionist kind of things or organization kinds of things. She was dating one of the guys that was counseling there. Anyway, you knew her because we ran into yeah, them at I've, Bethel I've, and you were I've like, I'll show that. you everywhere and everyone. Anyway. Yeah, I have no, no doubt that that happened. He, and he I did forts. Don't <laughs> you don't remember. He did fort building, which was they would go out into the woods and stack sticks on top of each other. And he would just play music and be like, do it. But then sometimes they'd be like, hey, laser tag come to forts and they would just build barricade kind of things oh, and that. the kids would all just play laser tag in the in the forest like or whatever would be like ryan but i don't remember people's names okay. no no i'm really bad at people's names i feel bad about it but but not really i do kind of really want to play braveheart again though i do it's a fun it's a it's, an it's a really with that many people oh it is goodness. really fun yeah and you can mess with the kids really intensely so much fun yes i was really i was really pissed off because there was this one time where jack was in one of the suits and he got me so i had to like lay down mm-hmm. and then he pretended to eat me and I just look up and the drone is directly above us <laughs> filming him eating me while I'm laying on the floor. And I never got video of that. And I was that. so mad. Mm-hmm. I was so mad because I was like, this is perfect. I'm so sorry that didn't work for you. I know. It's fine. It's it's whatever. But it was awesome. I have full on war. A, uh, a big old homework thing due semi soon. So, no, so you're going to go I'm do gonna it? Do, I'm going to do like five more minutes. So this yeah, is our deal. Our At some point, not in the podcast sometime soon, I have to tell you about this um, like fable I'm trying to write. Deal. Um, I think it's interesting. But yeah, anyway, I just, I, I was going to forget that. I'm excited for next week's podcast. Why? What's the date? Am I coming out there next week? Yeah. No. Wait, that's not, no. Isn't it? It's not that soon. It's got to be two weeks, right? What's the date? It's the 9th, 14 days, 25th. Holy shit. Wait. Yeah. Is it really? Stop it. I mean, you don't have to come, but. Uh, no, I mean, that was I put the it arrangement. In, <laughs> that's what we decided upon. Is, is it really next yeah. week? Uh-huh. Holy cow. Wait a second. 
No, it's not. It's the week after. Oh, yeah, it's, it's the, the week, week after. after? Yeah, because your birthday is the 20, uh, 22nd, right? I thought we said the week before my birthday. I thought we said the week of your birthday. I don't know. <laughs> Remember, one of those we two. went, let's meet in the middle. And then we said, because I was like, oh, no, that's not fair. But uh, we can do we can do that. I week. don't know. I'll have to I'll have to look I, at my phone. <laughs> I know it was the fifteenth, but we can change it. And I might have. Well, and I don't. I just don't remember. Okay. See, <laughs> like what, straight see up. When, see when you have work, uh, and when you don't. Because I put it in like time. a month ago. Okay. So, yeah, I'm not sure. Either way, it might That's be fun. Good. The what did we decide on was the um, title is called uh, The King is Dead. Prince. <laughs> very correctively. But Deal. what were you saying? Very correctively. No, no. That's what I was going to ask. Yes. yes. Deal. All right. Deal. All right. Well, I'll let you go. Have fun doing homework. I love you dearly. Thanks for the relaxing chat. Yeah, Sorry, Sarah and Emma. This was... They'll get used not to as it. exciting, okay. but um, I'll be on when we do do it in person. That'll be batshit crazy. Dude, I'm kind of scared about it. Shut up. Yeah, it'll be a different vibe. I'm excited too. <laughs> All right, I love you'll you just hear. Ow! Shut oh, up. <laughs> That's the is my roommate yeah. holding the mic. That's me. They'll be in conflict the whole time. He'll just move it away from you. I'll just keep poking your roommate. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Right. I'm sure All right. Love that. All right. I love you. I will talk Go to you later. Home. Deal. Bye.